welcome to Vet Zone, where passion for animals, science, and medicine lives. Of Cabbages, Kings, and Paratopes The Roman Emperor Diocletian helped demarcate the separation between the Roman and Byzantine empires. While not a new concept to the realm, Diocletian split the ruling of Rome into the eastern and western regions. However, his decision to retire struck his subjects as a new and perplexing concept. For hundreds of years, his predecessors followed the sacred ritual of desperately clutching onto power until death pried it away. In 303, Diocletian retired to his villa in Dalmatia, possibly with spotted dogs, as Dalmatia, or modern-day Croatia, is the birthplace of the Dalmatian dog. He focused his time gardening his favorite vegetable. When begged to retake the throne, Diocletian famously declined, saying, If you could show the cabbage that I planted with my own hands to your emperor, he definitely wouldn't dare suggest that I replace the peace and happiness of this place with the storms of a never-satisfied greed. Diocletian was both an adept emperor and an expert cabbage farmer. We find many examples of people having diverse and unrelated talents. Antibodies also display an affinity for diverse and unrelated proteins. The body produces antibodies against the surface proteins of a pathogen. A single protein molecule represents hundreds to thousands of locations where the antibodies can bind. We label these binding locations epitopes. The corresponding site on the antibody is the paratope. Often when discussing the process of making a specific antibody, to a specific antigen. We are referring to the maturity affinity process for IgG antibodies. To simplify the tight antigen-antibody fit, we talk about a lock-and-key scenario. This analogy highlights the unique close fit, but also leads us away from several fundamental truths about paratopes. Despite being made for an epitope, paratopes are not defined by their epitopes. A single antibody's paratope binds to many different epitopes on diverse, unrelated proteins. At face value, this appears incorrect, but let's examine how binding works and we will see that we need to look beyond the lock and key scenario. Roughly five amino acids comprise the epitope. The paratope blankets this with 15 amino acids, with the center five providing most of the binding power. When any protein repeats these five amino acids in the same sequence, the risk for binding occurs. The surrounding 10 amino acid landscape to the center five can weaken or strengthen the bond. Much more than this though, is that the variable region of the antibody, the portion where the paratope lies, represents roughly 50 amino acids. Consider how many groups of 15 you can make from 50. While the immune system creates an antibody with one paratope in mind, by design, it reacts with varying levels of affinity with hundreds to thousands of different proteins. Yet the potential that any antibody will react with a random protein is still thousandths of a percent. Thus, we can still consider antibodies specific to the antigen. At the same time, random paratope coupling explains false positive point-of-care tests, 
false positive or low titer results for other blood tests, and antibodies to antigens the body has never seen before. So, while the universe made a Roman emperor who is also an excellent cabbage farmer, our bodies can produce an antibody both against the desired pathogen and unrelated proteins. The body uses fail-safes to prevent binding to self-made molecules, and thus avoiding autoimmune disease. As we better understand the concept of peritopes, we can avoid falling into the common incorrect assumptions made about antibodies. Thank you for listening.